I was going to make a cheerleading joke, and then I, I didn't do it. We, we can't, can't do it every time. We jokes <laughs> again. We do it every time because she always says, ready, and I go, okay. And then I'm like, now I feel like we're on a cheer squad. Welcome to What's the Point? I'm Teppa. I'm Amanda. And we're back for another fun episode. Uh-huh. I'm still trying to find my notes. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. I lost We're them. live. I have to close. We're not live. But no, we're super professional too. I'm I, keeping this in the episode you though when I edit it. <laughs> so everyone knows. I, but here's, oh fuck, I just closed it. Um, <laughs> I keep two, I don't know about, I keep all the browsers open on my phone. I never close anything. Wait, I do too. Yeah. And then I, it, you should close things. I think it's bad for your battery. I don't know. Apparently. And, but like when I go back to find stuff, I'm like, oh, I just had it. And I think I like must have gone mm. past it. I was like, just closing everything. Yeah. I also do this. I just remember this because I closed IMDb, but I constantly am just like looking up who's, who's in that movie. You know what I mean? I mm. like, I'll be watching something and I'm like, I have to know who these people are and yeah. who's doing this voiceover and I, what else have they been in? And I get into this like rabbit hole. It, it happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Anyway, that anyway. wasn't my wind down. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is your wind down? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, so I also, speaking of rabbit hole things that I get into, my legitimately favorite thing to do is watch um, talk shows of celebrity interviews. Like, yes. like the Jimmy's. Um, all the Seth. all the Jimmys and yeah. the Jameses, <laughs> all the white guys that have talk shows. Um, yeah, yeah. But I I love the interviews, and I was I don't remember who I was watching or got started on or whatever. Um, and so I but the other night I was watching it until probably easily two in the morning. Should have gone to bed. I have no self. I'm, it's, it's only ten more minutes, you know, whatever. And um, so I just keep clicking on them. But I stumbled across um, an interview. I want to say it was Seth Meyers with Tig Notaro who I fucking love. I love. I, we've definitely talked about her before. Uh, and she was talking about her new show, which I have not seen yet, but I'm very excited to. And there was like a clip from it. Um, it's called Under the Rock. Uh, oh, Under a Rock. Oh my God, it's so much fun. Yeah, have you seen it? I watch every episode. Oh, I cannot myself. wait to watch it. I uh, keep saying I'm going to, and I just keep watching clips online and not, I haven't sat down and watched a full episode yet. Because um, I can <laughs> watch something, you know, clips of interviews for two hours yeah. but i won't sit down and watch anything that's longer than 10 minutes but i just well, do 10 minutes these for are hours episodes it, they are 10 minutes no uh-uh. yeah yeah it's a funnier I die it was series. longer no well then maybe i've series. seen a couple episodes <laughs> <laughs> you probably have it's literally it. like the longest i've seen is like 12 minutes yes yes <laughs> um and I also – so my point was, though, that I was bringing this up. She – her Instagram is the the real fluff Nataro, which yeah, is her, her cat. cat. But I genuinely love the commitment to it. It's been that for years. Mm-hmm. And she still always posts as the cat, like, yeah. <laughs> to this day, which I think is so funny. And it's so on brand for her brand oh, yeah. of comedy where mm-hmm. it's like that joke that just – it goes on a little too long, but it goes on so long that it starts to be funny again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> it doesn't stop. That's her style. Oh, my God. I love it so much. Yeah. yeah. Me too. And also, if you haven't listened or watched Under the Rock, 
a rock. I don't know. I think under a rock. I think it's yeah. under a rock, which makes more sense. Um, it's basically she doesn't know any celebrities and can't recognize them. Yeah. Like ever, pretty much. Yeah. So they basically show her pictures of celebrities, and if she doesn't know who they are, they get them on the show. Yeah. And she interviews them, um, but like not knowing who they are, she's like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Which I think is just amazing. One of my favorites was. Well, they had like James Vanderbeek, who's like from that was Dawson's the one I watched. Yeah. yeah, and then they have like she a box of know. clues, and yeah. so he's like, this. "It's like a picture it, of <laughs> it's like a picture of a creek," and she goes, "A river, <laughs> a, a stream," <laughs> and then it's like a creek, and he's like, "Yeah," she's like, "Okay," <laughs> and he's like, Does "Oh my know. god!" Like she doesn't know, at and it's all. amazing. Yeah, it's so great. Um, so everyone should watch that. Um, Speaking of James Vanderbeek, I'm sorry, I just followed into the mic. I just got excited. Um, uh, I was rewatching some of the um, the B from Apartment 23 the other day, and he's yes, in that as I himself. Love that. Yeah, he's I cannot so, get so enough funny. of him as yeah. as, the, as himself as that character. It's so yeah. so funny. I love it, and he just like plays up being Dawson a lot. To, like, yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. So I just seeing someone not recognizing him from Dawson's Creek because he's exclusively that's all anyone knows him as mm-hmm. and he can't shut it. I just yeah, yeah, it's too much. It's too much. Everything is so funny. All right. I love it. What's your wind down? Okay. This is <laughs> I wasn't gonna talk about this, but it's bothered me so much. Mm-hmm. So we were out very late last night. Um and so we f- what? I was just going to say, <laughs> I was going to just tell everybody it was my birthday. That's why Yeah, we it was out. your birthday. We had a great and time. so, yeah. I don't normally <laughs> stay out that late. It was no, long. We closed down the bar, which was fun. At 4 a.m. because um, it's New York City. Yeah. Um, open. And I was tired and sort of like hit my social wall, as I sometimes do. Sure. I was like, I'm done talking to people. Mm-hmm. Then I sort of like fell asleep, like with my head in my hand and was just like, I'm, I'm done. Somebody get me when we're leaving. Um, and I think you were directly behind me and I did not notice. Cool. (laughs) Um, yeah. And that you were like talking to this. I was in a very intense conversation with just a random person at the bar. Yeah. And there was like a group there and they were kind of annoying. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you guys. They had unicorn Um, party hats. Yeah. Um, they were celebrating some girl moving, but she's moving like in the neighborhood like uh, she's yeah. moving like down the street I and just, i was like all of that is dumb like what yeah. <laughs> what are you i was just like doing? generally annoyed and then like one guy was like i said like one thing to this guy and he was like huh and he was like rude and i was like i don't want to talk to you so i just like was by myself sure and so i'm literally like i'm basically sleeping sitting in, on this stool like head in hand although that group had like gone outside this guy comes in walks up to me and goes, hi, do you mind taking a picture of us? Was it the same guy that was rude to you? Or a different person? I honestly don't remember. They looked similar. Um, So, and then our other friend that was, like, sitting, talking to another friend of ours was like, dude, are you fucking serious? She was sleeping. Like, and I I was not, my head was not up. I was just, like, literally sleeping, and I just... Like, he's already talking to me when I, like, lift my head up. Right. And he's like, do you want to – can you take a picture of us? And I was like, sure. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. But then he made you go outside to do it. It wasn't like you were even like – it wasn't like, oh, can you snap this real quick? Like, he was like, come with us on this journey. And I was, I was like, like – And I was like, are you – 
fucking kidding? Like, yeah. I was lit. There are four other awake people <laughs> that you could have asked. Are you kidding? Yeah. Just because yeah. I was like sitting by myself, but I was like, I'm yeah. lit. Like, do I look like I <laughs> want to take your fucking In picture? In his defense, he was probably very drunk. Well, the pictures were real bad anyway. <laughs> they went outside and there was no light. It at was four in the morning. Four in the morning. It's yeah. dark still. It was just. I was so. I'm still so mad about yeah. that. And I was like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> That is crazy. I was not going to tell this story because I didn't want to seem like an asshole. Um, But too late. I'm going to tell it now. Um, But yesterday I was walking in the city and I, in New York, you basically are just constantly harassed by people wanting something. Money, mm-hmm. a, a sandwich, you to sign a piece of paper. I don't know. They just basically like all day will like be asking you for stuff. Yeah. I heard, I just heard like a really weird like rep, like feedback noise. Just FYI. Um, oh, I can hear it. Yeah. Should we stop this? Uh. See what's what? Should I finish my? Just finish your okay. story. I can and if you have to cut part, it, we'll cut yeah. it. Um, but so. <laughs> We're very, we iron out the kinks on <laughs> while we're talking. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, so I was walking through the city and the, I shit you not, I don't know if it's just summer or people being more obnoxious and annoying or whatever. I had, I'm not even lying, like 17 people ask me for something in some form yesterday. And so the last person that asked me anything, actually probably not even the last person, but he was wearing this like ASPCA vest and I was walking by and he was just like, um, excuse me, you look like somebody that like cares about animals. And I had my like headphones in and was like, had my, like, I was like texting someone back on my phone, like probably you or something about plans for yesterday. And I was like, just kept my head down and just like slowly brought my arm up and like flicked him off. And I was just like, but I was like at the point in my day where I was just so angry. I was so done. Yeah. It was a completely unnecessary and unneeded response. Like I just needed to keep walking and not be an asshole. Um, you know, I shouldn't be defending myself, but in my defense, I was just so done with everybody doing yeah, it. He was just yeah. the last person. And then and then the guy goes, have a nice day. Like, just like oh, genuinely so God. nice. And I was just like, well, I am the biggest asshole there. Like, I almost went back to like apologize, but I was like, honestly, he, it probably happens a lot and he's just like whatever yeah. about it. But like, I don't know. I still feel bad about it. It's <laughs> why I'm bringing it up. I was a complete yeah. asshole and I am sorry to the man trying to help pets. <laughs> In Manhattan. Great. <laughs> this is my apology. It's my Kristen well, Bell in the good place moment where she goes back to the eco-friendly yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that actually tracks. Um, cool. Well, I hope they accept your apology and listen to this podcast. Um, okay, let's take a break and yeah. check out this sound. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Congratulations, you've made it to being an adult. But uh-oh, you realize no one told you about all those life skills you needed to learn in order to succeed in adulthood. Filing taxes, budgeting, saving for retirement, improving your credit score, cooking healthy meals for yourself. You're wondering, where was the class on that in school? Now introducing a series of free online courses addressing just that. Hashtag adult.com. That's right, you'll need to spell out hashtag to reach our website. As we launch this free service, we're proud to start with our most requested class from the dads of young adults everywhere, how to balance a checkbook. Now you millennials might say that this is an archaic skill and no one cares, but your dad just called us from his landline and said that this is a basic life skill, and he sounded scary, so we're just going to comply with his request. Let us take you back in time to 1996. 
That's right, the year you were born, before cell phones combined with the internet and you had to physically walk into a bank. I know it's hard to imagine, but you actually couldn't see your bank statement until it was mailed to you at the end of the month. Plus, you also had this thing called a checkbook. Think of it as retro Venmo. Then at the end of the month, you would have to make sure your checks lined up with your bank statement. It would sometimes take a whole afternoon. Before fraud alerts, you had to be your own fraud alert. And as your parents say, you shouldn't put too much trust in technology. So you should learn how to balance a checkbook in case this whole internet fad finally dies down. Head to hashtag adult.com today to get your free course on how to balance a checkbook. And make sure you tell your dad about it so he gets off our back. When? Okay. Now we're back. Uh, we did not properly intro our guest before because we were stressed about the sound. Yeah. Everything's fine. Turns everyone. out everyone. everything's fucking fine. Everything's and fine. we're here with our guest, Emily Ricketts. That's right. <laughs> Hello. Thank you Hi. for being here. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Uh, Emily and I were on an improv group together for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Yeah, it was called People of Earth. Uh-huh. And it was, it was together for a while. It, er, yes, Jason, who we've also had on this podcast as our coach for a while, too. Mm-hmm. And he would, I remember him telling us several times that we were the most consistent group <laughs> that he had. And I was like, I don't know if that's some sort of backhanded insult. <laughs> but he was like, he genuinely reassured me. I was like, no, I just mean like a lot of groups break up pretty, they don't stay together that long. And we would just like consistently yeah. every week would, you know, stay together. But was, um, was People of Earth like a Paul Shear? I honestly don't remember where the name came from. I think it was from an email. Oh, And we just stuck with it. (laughs) Nice. Um, Naming your group is such a, like, just hard thing. It also, like, doesn't matter. Yeah. I made a fun logo for us once. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, um, it was, I acronymed People of Earth to Poe and then put a picture of the Teletubby Poe on the thing and then had an actual, you know how they have the televisions in their little bellies? I put a picture of Edgar Allan Poe and I thought it was very funny. Oh my God. (laughs) I spent a long time on Photoshop doing that. Cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was such a great group. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. I love all those people. Um, And I'm so glad to have you here. Yay. Uh, Yeah. So um, we're going to talk a little bit to you. Do you have anything to add about our wind down? Um, I do. There were so many things I wanted to say. One, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought up Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment. 23. 23. It's so good, right? Um, it's so good. I think it's James Vanderbeek's defining role. Um, <laughs> I bring it up all the Dawson's time. Dawson's Creek, nobody knows about that shit. <laughs> no, it's, I never watched Dawson's Creek. I, I definitely did watch some of it. I did not. But I could watch James Vanderbeek play James Vanderbeek all day. <laughs> it's great. Yes. Um, uh, I also get accosted by people on the street asking me to sign stuff and yeah, I always want to say like if they ask hey do you you look like a person who likes dogs yeah. I really want to say I don't <laughs> yeah no Mm-mm. and that's oh, always the fucking line they use yeah. and they're like you look like a person and I'm like I look like a nice girl who might talk to you because yep. I'm not an asshole but yep. you were wrong yeah that was an incorrect <laughs> assumption yeah um they did get me once and I donate to Planned Parenthood now because of it okay um, mm. my roommate did too. <laughs> I'm like, well, I I'm do such... care about women's reproductive rights. I know, but I'm such an asshole off the bat mm-hmm. that I just, I will like yeah. lay into somebody and me just silently flicking someone off was very out of character. Like I've, I don't think I've ever done that before. Yeah. Yeah. I just am immediately aggressive, not interested. Like I cut them off before they even get to yeah. like say whatever they. Sometimes I tell them, oh, I already donate just mm-hmm. so I can keep walking. And then I feel guilty because I don't. And then I have to like go like donate $10 so I don't feel bad about it. And I'm like, well, I guess they accomplished their goal anyway. 
Two things. Okay. Two things. Recently, I walked past another Planned Parenthood person twice. I was I was on my way from a work thing, and I got tea, and then I walked back to the work thing. And on the way there, they were like, oh, can I talk to you about Planned Parenthood? I'm like, I already donate. And they were like, great. And I just kept moving on. And then when I came back, it was a different person. They were like, oh, but we can still tell you about everything that's happening now. And I was like, no. Okay, tell me. But like, <laughs> no, I just stayed to listen. I did. I stayed to listen. Ugh. And then at the end, they were like, well, do you want to donate more? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Um, and then the other thing People. was about flicking people off. Okay. Um, I recently was in Ohio visiting my mom and dad, which is where they live. Right. And we were driving. I was with my mom. And this guy came up behind us and just, like, kept honking. And I was so annoyed. And my mom was like, this isn't New York. It's Col- it's Columbus. They- there's nowhere for us to go. Oh. And so when they drove past us, he flicked us off. So me, I did it back. And my mom was like, Emily. I was like, he did it first. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't you love when parents are like... You can't do that. I'm like, I do it all the time, Dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh my all God. the time. And my dad, I don't know if he he's ever listened to this podcast. Um, he's asked me a few times what it's called and where he can find it, but I don't know that mm. he's ever followed through on that. But I've told him several times, I'm like, don't, I say the F word, which I know really bothers you. So maybe don't listen. Like, it's, it's yeah. 100% okay if you never listen. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, it's so uncomfortable. He gets so upset when I cuss in front of him. And I'm like, ugh, that's all I all I say. I don't know other words. Yeah, I mean, same. Um, so, Emily, you're from Ohio. I'm from Ohio, yes. How did you get to New York? That's a great question. So, I went to school in Ohio, at Ohio State. And when I was done, Ooh. I was... The Ohio State University. The Ohio State I'm University. from Michigan, so we are mortal enemies. We are enemies. I'm going to have to leave uh, now. I'm so oh, sorry. Um, it's been real. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Um, no, so I went to Ohio State, and then when I graduated, I was, like, lost. Um, and so... I applied we in just casually in Ohio or like just like existentially lost. Okay. <laughs> I knew exactly where I was. Physically, I knew I was still in Columbus. <laughs> I knew where I lived. I lived on 4th Street. I just, you know, sure, sure. I, I was I was adrift at sea. Okay. Right. <laughs> um so I started applying to I started looking into grad schools and I found one that started mid-year in January. In uh, New Jersey, Scene oh. Hall for Museum Studies. Say the name of that again, because I said, oh, as you were oh. saying it. Scene Hall. Okay. Um, and so I was like, I got in, and I was like, well, I'm moving mid-year because I am adrift. Right. Sure. Because I'm um, just lost in Ohio. I'm lost in Ohio. It's got to um, be some sort of song. <laughs> maybe there's better maps in New Jersey. Uh, there's not. Let me tell you, I lived there for a year and a half, and I never knew where I was. And you can't fucking turn left in New Jersey. It's the craziest fucking oh, really? thing. Oh. You have to, like, they have these crazy, you have to go to turn right, but you have to, like, take a service road and exit, and then you just keep doing 17 right turns until you're facing the direction that you need to go straight. Like, it's... That's a lot. <laughs> New Jersey is insane. It's insane. It doesn't make sense. And I, truly, I lived there for a year and a half, and I people were like, "Oh, where do you live?" I'm like, "The I just turn right part. a bunch, and then I end up there. I don't know." <laughs> um, sorry, it's yeah. just uh, Jersey stresses me out. I have to drive there sometimes, and I can't do it. I get, I can't. Yeah. Um, don't do it. Okay. Don't never okay. never go to New Jersey. In fact, that's the end of the story. That I um moral of the story is <laughs> um I never lived there. Leave New York. Yeah, never. I lived there for a while, year and a half, and then I wasn't quite finished with grad school, but I wasn't loving my experience. So I moved to this, moved to Brooklyn, mm. finished grad school while I was living in Brooklyn. And did you have to commute to Jersey? Yeah, but it was only like twice a week. Okay. Yeah. And in the evenings after work. Cool. So, so that gives you lots of New York time. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I lived, I've lived in Brooklyn ever since. Oh, wow. We love Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... 
So where So how did you Sorry. Sorry, no, we both oh have different God. questions, I think. Oh. Uh, so where did comedy come in? Yeah, that was going to be my question. See, oh my we God. did have okay. the same question. Wow. Mind melt. <laughs> <laughs> um, brief aside that I have my own podcast. We'll talk about it later. Yes. But, yeah, um, I was going to do that in the intro when um, I didn't. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> we have developed a synergy where we just always know what the other person, when we're ready, transi- ready to transition to the next thing. That's what just happened here. You uh-huh. guys, we're on the same. Yeah. Same except we, we Yeah. Yeah, maybe we're getting better at it. I feel like generally we're like, what? I mean, it's generally <laughs> awkward, but like, we're also clunky. on the same yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. on the same page. We just go about it different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what makes us a good team. Anyway. I have talked to- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I won't say the thing I was going to say. It's not important. <laughs> Tell us about how you got into comedy, Emily. Um, oh my thank God. you so much for asking. Um, so when I was living in New Jersey, I was still feeling a little adrift. I was like so lonely. I was because yeah. you're in Jersey. I was so I was far from yeah. Jersey. I didn't know anyone. I, like, grad school is hard to meet people in the way I was doing it. Although I eventually did make friends. But I was just very lonely. Mm-hmm. So it's I started... hard to make friends as an adult. Yes, and people really just is. don't give that enough credit. Yeah. Like, it's, if you are having trouble making friends, it is not weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's just hard to do. It just is. Um, so I started listening to a lot of comedy podcasts. Oh, like, what, are, what are your, like, top three faves? At the time, uh-huh. it's different now. But okay. at the time, it would have been, um, oh, oh, God, Comedy Bang Bang. The yep. Nerdist, and you made it weird. Okay. None of which I... What about now? Now? Oh, God. Um, comedy podcasts. Um, I will still check in with Comedy Bang Bang, but not as much anymore. Same. But um, I will count My Favorite Murder as a comedy podcast. It is. It's actually technically a comedy podcast. <laughs> That's true. Um, and then... So one of my faves also. Um, <clears throat> I just listen to so many. Um, my favorite podcast is Binge Mode, which is not necessarily a comedy podcast, <clears throat> but they talk about Harry Potter and Game of Thrones, and they're very funny. Okay. Um, Everyone should listen to it. I want to be like <laughs> both of the people who do it when I grow up. Oh Amazing. I have not heard it, but I'll check um, it out. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with that. Okay, right okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. Sorry. I just... No, it's fine. So you're listening to like comedy bang yeah. bang and you're like, how do I do yeah. what comedy. these guys are doing? And yeah. yeah. And I realized all of them took classes at the UCB and did improv. Yeah. And I was like, I need to make friends with these people. Who's like That was going to be guess. one of my questions. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. No, who's, what? Who's, no, like, okay. your favorite comedy bang-bang guest of, like... Um, I would say uh, Jessica St. Clair and... Um, oh, she's good. Oh, God. Lynn and Parham. So, oh, nice. Um, oh, God, what are their characters' names? I've seen them. Oh, uh, Marissa Wampler and um, Charlotte yeah, Whistler. Yeah, Wampler. Yeah. Yep. Wampler and <laughs> Womp It Up. Um, yeah. I've seen them live That's at awesome. uh, DCM last year. I nice. cried when I met them afterwards. I was like, Aww, you guys are so important to me. The I best. would cry if I met Mary Holland, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she was the one person not at the, sh- the Wild Horses show we went to. I know. Oh, I saw them. They're so Wait, good. When they were you at the one? Yeah. Did you go to the first or second show? Second. Ugh. So you saw Mary. You saw Mary. <laughs> yeah. How was she not at the first one? She, she was... She, Amanda tweeted her and found I, out. I tagged her on Instagram and I was like, but where is Mary? And she messaged me and she was like, I'm so sorry. I was working and I had a late flight. <laughs> and it was, was like, literally. And she was like, I hope you can like catch another show soon. And I was like, oh my God, you're so nice. Yeah. And I was like, That's I think sweet. you're best friends now. Like I, I think you we are. fucking DM. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. basically in love and our best friends. You're in the scene now. You I know mean, what I mean? I'm Super trendy. in love with well, I am in love with her. She's not in love with me. <laughs> you wish it was mutual feeling. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just <laughs> one-sided. Anyway. But yeah, no, um, 100%. I would absolutely, like, honestly, like, same. Like, I listen to 
compulsively like my favorite a lot and I was like I can't I, I can never meet them I would yeah. just be a, a wreck yeah. like can't do it mm-hmm. can't do it yeah. just have to appreciate from afar anyhow so I'm proud of you for meeting your idols thank you so much <laughs> um oh my god it was so amazing um Back to my story. The, so, so sorry. The thing yes. I did want to ask you about that, though, is uh, in because lis- that was actually one of my questions for you was in listening to this podcast and find out they all did UCB. Is that why you chose UCB like specifically, or did you like kind of shop around and see if there were other places to take classes? That is why I chose UCB. Okay, I didn't. Um, I I was aware of other places, mm-hmm. but I didn't really like think about them until after I'd finished 101 at UCB. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the so first then time you're in that one at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'm gonna retake 101 somewhere uh-huh. else. Mm-hmm. Um, just a pain. So to continue my story, I, so I lived in New Jersey for a year and a half and I didn't like, when I moved to the city, finally, I finished grad school and that's when I took my first improv class. So, um, I'd already been living in New Jersey and New York for a little while. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then from there, the rest is history. Yeah. Amazing. I do want to talk about UCB for a sec. I love, um, so I just, I took classes. I didn't, I didn't take like formal training. I took like a lot of drop-ins and then we had our team and like. That's kind of how I found it. Um, but I just recently started taking classes at UCB, and I fucking love it. Like, I just, I don't, I didn't, I actually didn't want to take classes at UCB at first, um, specifically because it just seemed so intimidating, and everybody seemed really intense, and, like, I just, it kind of had this rep for, like, everybody that goes into it, like, wants to be on SNL, and they're just going to be, and they're already very funny. Um, and so I was just like, I'm not ready for that. Like, I don't have that kind of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really why I started doing a lot of stuff with The Pit, which was, for me, a really great way to, like, get started. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I just, do you feel like UCB kind of has that rep? Have you found that? Did you feel like it was, I don't know, um, different? No, <laughs> I, I understand your question. Um, well, the first time I ever did improv, like ever was the first one-on-one class I ever took. Like Aww. that first scene was the first time I ever, Thank you. Yeah. I know, I don't know how I did it, <laughs> but I did it and I keep doing it. Um, I think my shoes just squeaked, and I hope that wasn't picked oh, up on the microphone. It's fine. Um, the chairs keep doing it, too. I'm trying to, like, sit stiller. I know. I'm not good at sitting still. Um, but I also know the reputation that UCB is, like, very competitive. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I have met people that are like, I'm going to go on Herald Night. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. This is going to be my comedy career beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't care about you people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you feel that way? I do not feel that way. Okay. And I also feel like, yes, there are people that are like that. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of people are not like that. And I think yeah, you also They're like, really not. Yeah. I, granted, I'm in 101, but, like, still, they yeah. – everyone is I, – I feel like it's such a, like, welcoming and mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. And everyone gets so close so quickly. And got to be a good way to make friends, yeah? Yeah. It was a great way to make friends. Most of my friends in New York are from oh, improv. Comedy yeah. friends. Um, but I also feel like you can, like – it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. If you're making mm-hmm. friends with the competitive people, like, it's going to be a different experience. But mm-hmm, I guess sure. I'm not – I've never been, like, drawn to people who are like, I want to be yeah. on SNL. Like, I know people who have submitted and, like, care, and they're lovely. Um, but, like, they're not, like, assholes. It's all I'm yeah. doing, and I'm crushing everyone to get yeah. there. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit like that. I'm a very competitive and ambitious person, and I struggle to, like, not be – that way sometimes um I feel like there's a difference of like I'm also competitive yeah in that way but there's like I'm almost I'm more competitive with myself or like Mm -hmm. critical of myself it's not really about anybody else um but it's it's the the annoying competitive people are the ones that are pushing other people down to build themselves up and you're like that's fucking bullshit and I just want to work together yeah Mm -hmm. I think everyone has a place to succeed and everyone has their own brand yeah. And I really just want to work with people that are going to help push me to be better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
and I've never considered myself a competitive or really, I guess, ambitious person. Uh, I'm a Ravenclaw, not a Slytherin. Um, I am a Slytherin. <laughs> I'm um, a Hufflepuff, just so we can throw that out there. Um, Be creative. But I also, like, I, too, am my biggest critic, and I just, I always have said that I'll keep doing improv if I find joy in it. Exactly. That's so I find nice. joy in it. Yeah. Just I like Marie Kondo. I'm not ready to throw improv away. <laughs> not that it brings you joy. No, I, I have found that I love it, and I love... Um, the people I've met and like everyone's just oh it's so great. We went um, to a show I don't know the other day after class. I went with my class because mm-hmm. our instructor was performing at the cage match or whatever, mm-hmm. which is like basically where they like two teams just yep. compete. Um, and so uh, his team was competing, and so we went as like a class afterwards and sat in the front and like <laughs> it was great. That's you know so what I mean? Cute. Like it was adorable. Um, and then when we were leaving. He was like, "Bye guys!" Like <laughs> it was so cute. Um, yeah, so highly recommend. Um, doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask you too, how did you, um, so do you remember how you uh, joined our like improv group? Um, yes, I actually do. So the way UCB does it or did it, they don't do it this way anymore, is that when you finished 401, you had to get approved for advanced study. Okay. Um, now, is that, sorry, is that the academy? Okay. So this I'm was sorry, before the academy. Okay. But now it's, so back in the day, which was like Two years ago. Two years ago. Um, you finished 401 and you had to get approved for advanced study. Okay. And if you didn't, you had to retake 401. But now it's, you finish 401, you're automatically in advanced study and you have to audition for academy. Okay. Which. Jeez. Can you audition right away for academy or do you have to take advanced study first? You, um, I think you, as long as you're approved for advanced study, you can take it. Mm -hmm. They recommend not because a lot of people like can do 101 through 401 in a year and like need a little more time oh interesting. Yeah. um didn't think about it that way but i mean yeah mm. you also only get four auditions ever oh i didn't know that so, Fuck, that's yeah. so stressful yeah it is it's very stressful um oh that makes me so sad oh what about those that one kid that was so close on that last try and just didn't quite Oh, I mean, I could talk to you about how I don't think it's a good system and people should be able to audition as well, many so times and accept what... rejection as much as possible. Exactly, because but... that's what this whole fucking field is. But um, it's just a shit ton of rejection. <laughs> and, like, improv should not be the place where you have that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm so, um, it is one thing about UCB that I feel like is, is a little bit stressful to me um, is, ha- like, almost how formal it is. Um, and how it's so structured and these are the things you have to take and do and meet the requirements and whatever, I think it's very beneficial for the network, for yeah. like the recognition, the name recognition of just UCB in itself mm-hmm. um, does well. But sometimes they are a little intense with some of that stuff and like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it can be a little intense. I, so I, the first time I auditioned for the Academy, I did not get in and I was very sad. Um, but then I decided I would take a second take a time not time off improv but time off like thinking about auditioning and then mm-hmm. the second time I I went in with a better clearer head mm-hmm. and I was like it doesn't really matter but yeah then yeah. I got in yeah good. I feel like um, you you brought up a good point of like how people can do all four levels in a year mm-hmm. but they still really need some time where it is like it's still a skill set you have to like yeah. practice and have hone, to keep and up on it's, it. it's about the hours you put into it yeah. not like how fast you get through it like yeah. No matter your confidence level or if you're just, like, really naturally funny, like, all that is great, but mm-hmm. it really is about, like, yeah, putting in the time and the yeah. hours to, like, get to that, like, advanced place. Yeah. And also at that point, you're, like, you have to also, like, you have to be in practice groups. You have to try to be on teams. And it's not as right. easy as, like, snap, you're on a team, but, like, just, like, showing that you're doing other stuff and, like, 
getting like practice outside of class because really when yeah. you're in a three-hour class you drink it once a week and that's yeah. really not enough yeah once yeah. a week and then there's so many people so you're not like you're not like I'm in an improv group and there's three of us right now and so we're constantly all doing something mm-hmm. but in a yeah. class with 16 people you're sitting down a lot half yeah. the class at least yeah. but I yeah. will say I think uh so one of the requirements that UCB has is you have to see a couple shows yes. I think at least two in mm-hmm. every I think for so. every level too um but so what I found though was when I started once I started going to the shows I was like because I was I was super busy the first few weeks I was in class um and I'm also taking an acting class at the same time which is just a, it's a lot it's hard and I have to rehearse for that too and like go to shows it's uh, so busy I bit off a little more than I could chew this summer <laughs> just TBH but um going to the shows once I started doing that I was like oh this actually really does help to see it done and to see it done well yes. right and yeah. watching people and that are the very same good structure at structure that you're learning mm-hmm. yeah. so yes you're like and not at a different the theater pieces. yeah that the same way you're learning it, right? So that I found, I started going to shows and my improv got substantially better. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to make this a regular. Yeah. I need to make time to go to shows. Yeah. I used to go to so many shows. Um, and now I just like, life happens and I know. it's hard. You're like, I'm yeah. busy. I've been to shows before. Like it's, yeah, right. it's tough. Um, you were going to say, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, um, I feel like, like we talked to stand-ups on this show too. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to open the soda and be quiet. <laughs> but then you whispered about it. Um, all right. Anyway. I know. Any, can I tell a funny story about <laughs> Drink your soda. opening um, a Sprite? Yes, please. Um, this is unrelated to comedy. So in my real life, I'm a teacher. Um, and one day we were at recess in Central Park. And my associate was like, I'm going to go buy some lunch. Do you want anything? I'm like, buy me a Sprite. And so I gave him a dollar. And he came back. And like stuff happened at recess. And I like didn't get to opening it. So I carried it back to school. And I was like, okay, I'm going to open this before I start my lesson stuff happened didn't open it before I started my lesson um so then in the middle of my lesson I was like oh, I really want that sprite so I open it up but at this point it had been shaken up so hard oh, no. um so I open it it sprays everywhere all over me all over one of my students oh no <laughs> and what I didn't know at the time all over my computer because an hour later my computer no. starts to flick oh, oh no oh. it's fine now we sent it back to apple they fixed it I just think it's a very funny story. Oh my god, that is that's tragic. I'm sure it was stressful. It was stressful. It was also very funny. I was honestly so sad about it. Whenever a person would bring it up, I would just like, just like look forlornly off into the distance. Oh my god, um, I feel like that yeah. was, I it's funny that's later. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's my story. We can go back to comedy. Yes. <laughs> Please finish your question that I interrupted so rudely. Um, no, I was just saying, like, we talk to stand-ups all the time, and that it's, like, there's more of a grind associated with stand-up, mm-hmm. and they're, like, God, I, I try to that. do, like, two or three open mics a night. Improv really should have, like, the, yeah. the same kind of, like, discipline if you really want to be good at it. Like, you should be, like, I'm trying to do it once a day. Like, yeah. not, not twice a week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really want to be that good at it, you have to put that same sort yeah. of time in, um somehow yeah yeah um but there's less of that associated with yeah with that type of comedy but I think what's different it doesn't feel as um grindy for lack of a gross word um because they grosser word I don't know whatever English and I because I think in stand-up you're doing it on your own right Mm -hmm. and like you're you're also doing a lot of the writing and stuff on your own before you even get there and it's it's a very solo activity so it feels so much harder but when you're doing improv Mm -hmm. you have to do it with people and as a group and it just feels more like kind of social in a way that stand-up sometimes does not I agree with that also that also makes it harder to do like every day because a lot of times you can't do it on your own you can't do it on your own and you can go to mixers but sometimes mixers and jams are so like just like 
big bummers. Yeah. There's always, like, yeah. one really old creepy dude. Yeah. And you're just like, it'd be super cool if you weren't here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't mind. Do it when you're older. Cool. Don't, don't be, be creepy. creepy. Yeah. That's that's the line. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I ever finished my story about joining our <gasps> team. Oh, please do. Um, I want to know how you, how you got there. Yeah. So I... As I said, I finished 401, and I did not get approved for advanced study. And I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to do more improv. So I was in North Carolina. Which is the right answer. Yes. That's, like, basically what they say to do. Um, I was in North Carolina. I have a very vivid memory of this. And I was, like, checking, like, a New York comedy group, and someone had posted, like, I have this team that wants to meet on Saturdays. And I was like, I can't this weekend, but I can next weekend. And that's why I joined. Do you remember who it was? I think it was probably Keith. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I met, um, so I met Doug mm-hmm. at a drop-in class um, and somehow got started from there. I want to say it was like kind of the very beginning. Um, but yeah, it was Doug I think Dale. you were on before me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was the very beginning of this like team and it was called something else and a lot of people dropped and changed and whatever. And then we were like, oh, we need new, more people. And that's probably, I think, when you came on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was Doug Dale. I met him at a, a drop-in and I was like, He's mm-hmm. so funny. And mm-hmm. he left and he was like, you're so funny. Let's improv together. You know, like kind of deal. Um, That's so nice. Yeah, it was great. It was just like I'd been trying for a while to get on some sort of indie team and like yeah. trying to get people to start it. And it just hadn't happened and always kind of fell through. And it's hard to start anything really. And uh, I just, yeah, it was so great and such like a happenstance. And mm-hmm. Doug Dale is very funny. He's very funny. Still follow him on Instagram. And such a good like physical comedian. Yeah. I ran into him on the train, and by ran into him on the train, I didn't see him until he was getting off the train, and then I, like, immediately, like, DM'd him on Instagram. I was like, were you just on the L train? Like, oh, my like, God. He's like, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, so. It's great. It's great. Not creepy at all. Not creepy at all. <laughs> not in a creepy you way. slide into those DMs, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's 2019. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what not I'm creepy hip. I'm cool. people say. Yeah. I'm not creepy. I'm none of those things. Oh, my God. So, I have... Go ahead. Did you have a question? Um... We've, we've talked a lot about how you've gotten into improv and where you are now, but mm-hmm. um, you also have a podcast, mm-hmm. but it's a good time to bring it up, called TBD, T-E-A-B-D. Yep. Um, so how did that project come about? Um, so it, you know, as most good ideas come from, uh, we were at a bar. Um, that's where this one started also. <laughs> um, New York is a drinking town. I mean, what else are you going to do? We were at McManus specifically, which used to be a UCB bar, but then... I don't know if people go there anymore. I haven't been there in forever. Um, it's on, like, 19th and 7th. It doesn't matter. It's called McManus. Um, <laughs> kind of like Pioneers with the pit. You didn't do pit. Yeah, but it wasn't as close. And oh, okay. um, I have been to Pioneers many times. It's mm-hmm. all pit people. Yeah. It's crazy. It was recently shut down because <gasps> it was deeply gross. It was very gross. Yeah. Um, I, I can drank show a you a lot of cider later. there. Yeah. Of all the things that they were doing bad. Oh It'll my God, I cannot you. wait. Oh, I cannot know. wait. Recently reopened, never go there. I don't want to blasphemy pioneers. No, no, no. It's, it's a great scene. Hang out. Just, you know, watch your drinks. Yeah, just take san- sanitizer, wipe everything off. Oh God. Um, Look, I drank a lot there. Didn't die. It's probably fine. Don't eat the popcorn. That's all I'll say. Oh fuck. Oh, I did that. <laughs> Definitely did that. Um, oh God, I forgot. Oh, what is it called? Mc, <laughs> Mc, McManus. McManus. Yeah. Um, and um, me and my friend Matt, who I do the podcast with, we both love to drink tea. Is he also a used to be person? Yes. Cool. Yes. Um, and like that's like one thing we like talk about a lot is how we both tea. love to drink tea. Um, we're drinking hot tea. Do you drink coffee around. ever or just tea? I will drink tea or coffee sometimes, but only in like the mornings when I like need a stronger hit of mm, caffeine right. than 
what tea is going to give me. Sure. Um, you drink all kinds of tea, or are you like a, this is my favorite kind, this is what I drink? Um, I will drink pretty much all kinds. I prefer a black tea or... Like a good black tea. Um, I will... Orange Yes. I will drink some herbal teas. I don't love them. Okay. Um, green teas, I'm still not quite there yet, but mostly... I mean, I'll drink anything, and for the podcast, we drink. You try new stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so we were at this bar, and we, like, started talking about it, and Matt was like, we should do this podcast, and... About tea. About is, it, is that what your podcast is about? Or yeah. do you do... Okay. Well, it's not exclusively about tea, but that is part of it. Um, and so we, like, talk about it. And then we, like, don't talk about it again for a few months. And then a few months later, he's like, remember that podcast idea? We should do it. And I was like, okay. And so we started doing it. And You bought so, some mics on Amazon. It started to be a he thing. He already had all this stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He, like, has, through the years, has gathered all the, the stuff we need for the podcast. Nice. So, um, uh, okay. I have a lot of questions about I don't know. It's fine. I'm just curious. Is he, was he, like, a sound person? Is he um, a musician? Did he just know in his heart that one day he would podcast? I don't want to speak for him. Um, but That's he, fair. He, <laughs> he was in, like, a band at one point, so he has, like, microphone stands sure. for that. No, I just he, genuinely, like, music people tend to have more of yeah. this stuff. He um, does a lot of sketch stuff, and so he was recording his sketches, so he had stuff from mm-hmm. that. Sure. Okay, um, that makes sense. Uh, and then... So he just, like, had all the stuff, just and he was like, let's stuff. fucking do it. We don't have to invest. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, and so we decided the podcast would be called TBD, and it's very important how it's spelled, which is T-E-A-B-D. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a play on words. <laughs> I don't know. Is a it a play on an acronym? A play on an acronym, yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's a play on a commonly used acronym. <laughs> So we do drink tea, like that's like, like how we drink wine yeah. at the beginning. Yeah, and we'll it. like we have a segment called Tea Talk where we like discuss what we taste in the tea, if we like the tea, if it's our cup of tea. Are you so you're like a tea connoisseur or connoisseur <laughs> words, or do you just be like mm, this is like? Um, did you recently watch Wine Country by chance? Uh, I have not watched okay. it, but it's on my list. <laughs> or she's just like mm, I taste so lemon, and he's yeah. like nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where, where one scene where like Rachel Drouch is like, this is good. What it's, is it? And Amy Poehler goes, white wine. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, such a great line. Um, what's your so how what's your level of um, um, tea con uh, sommelier? Um, we're so we're at like seventy maybe eighty episodes. I don't one hundred percent know. We've been doing it for a while. Um, so we have had yes. we drink a new tea every week. Um, Holy shit! How, how do you find? find it's so easy. Also, fun fact about me: I have an addiction to buying teas. Oh. So my roommate does too. There's a lot in our house. Yeah. Um, so it's actually like we've there's still so many more teas to try. Great, um, cool. But so we'll like talk about like oh this one tastes like this and through it like we, we've discovered this ingredient called rose hips that's in a lot of teas and we're like oh that's what that tastes like and I've learned what hibiscus tastes like because lots of teas have it. I'm like oh that's that taste from that last mm. tea and it's in this tea. Do you love? I love when this happens when you're in an improv scene and somebody, um, I think the term is called pimping where they're like oh you're an expert in this yes. and then you have to like be an be expert it. in that yeah. thing but my favorite thing is when it was uh I had a scene the other day that somebody was like and you are speaking Spanish and I was like okay and then I was like but I they like were like can you translate this and like would say it which is just a dick move don't do that in improv yeah um but yeah. <laughs> like everything they said I was like oh I actually know that and like translated all of the things I took 11 years of Spanish so like and every time they were like oh um <laughs> like just didn't know what to do <laughs> So I kind of feel like somebody, if somebody like pimped you to like talk about tea, you'd be like, ah, oh, well. <laughs> and I love when that happens. Yeah. It's like it happens to be somebody that yeah. actually knows a lot about the thing. Because yeah. yeah. you, 
usually when it happens, they're setting you up to be the joke. joke. Yeah. 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 No, I would love to have all improv scenes be about tea. I'm, I'm prepared <laughs> myself. Um, so that's the tea part of the podcast. But then the BD, the TBD part, is that we have guests, and they bring a topic that we don't know ahead of. We don't know ahead oh, of time. Oh, you don't do so any. it's TBD. That's actually smart because um, you don't have to do as much work. You don't have yeah. to be researched and yeah. no thanks. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So like, What's, like, the weirdest topic or just craziest, like, um, conversation that has I don't know. My, that's a great question. Um, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, by the way. No, um, <laughs> We're not letting you finish anything you're saying, so <laughs> just give it right back. Um, so my favorite topic I ever brought was peanut butter M&Ms because um, it was just so silly. <gasps> they're I, so good. I, they're my favorite thing of all time. I brought, like, peanut butter M&Ms. We ate them. It was a great time. Um, but, like, the topics we've like had one of my friends who doesn't do comedy but was visiting um brought pyrex which huh. is so hold on hold on hold on okay i'm confused how do you mean bring topics they just like have an idea of what they want to talk about and so somebody comes to your house and says i want to talk about pyrex yeah how long are they talking about pyrex uh, about 30 to 40 minutes oh my gosh okay yeah that just seems like a random okay yeah. So, so this particular friend, you might think of Pyrex as like clear glass that's like Tupperware. Sure, yeah. But actually, it's like in the '50s, in the '40s, and like the '60s, it was like colored. It was beautiful, and it's like a big collectible yeah. item. Like Mrs. Maisel. Yes. That's the that's yes. the only thing I think of. My um, Pyrex is here. Yeah. I missed all of the thoughts on this. I didn't. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's a big collectible item. Okay. And he collects them, and so that was his topic, like oh, how he got into collecting oh, it. That's much more interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought you were just going to talk about how. Plastic is made for 30 no. minutes. No. First of all, they're glass. <laughs> there are glass. See? Um, it's confusing as shit. I don't know. Well, but that sounds cool. Have a yeah. long okay, sorry. About it. Um, <laughs> apparently, you can. You can. Um, also, my co host, who I don't know if I said his name, his name is Matt. Matt. Um, he also, much like the two of you, was like, What is this thing? <laughs> I knew about it ahead. Like, I didn't know that I knew the topic ahead of time because it was my best friend, but I knew what he was going to talk about. But I also, like, I know what Pyrex is and, like, like so like yeah. you've talked about it with this person before yeah i got it um someone talked about drag queens interesting um talked about serial killers um as Tefa would like yeah. to be on the I'll, sequel yeah, of, of that, that. <laughs> um at my birthday party last night <laughs> i brought up a um i watched a lot of forensic files and brought up a very gruesome like a classic karen of you <laughs> No, I identify so hard with that when she's like, I was talking and everybody just like disappears. I was actually, um, I was PAing at a student film, um, a Zergens PA. And you there were PAing. was PAing is what I was trying to say. Not going to the bathroom. Right, it correct. Sounded like PAing. I was, doing, I was being a PA on a student film. And there was one of the actors, we were like on a break, one of the actors started talking about, I don't remember which one, I'll just say like Jeffy, Jeffrey Dahmer. And I was just like, <gasps> and then like walked over and started talking to him about it. Um, oh, you know who it was? It was, um, doesn't matter it was Danny Rollins but I was just like the Gainesville Ripper and just like across the room like ran over and then like but 100% that happened where every single person that was sitting near us just was not anymore and we talked for probably 40 minutes Mm -hmm. um and so yeah anyway so it was at my birthday party and I was like I'm gonna bring up this really gruesome story which I won't share now but I don't ever really get that grossed out about it and so I was just like I have to tell you all the details and like literally like Zara was like covering her ears and like being like nope 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 (laughs) like walking off and I was just like I'm I'm sorry it was gross. Yeah, anyway, I just, I'm really into it. I love it. I always yeah. have. I was recently at a work event and we were going to this bar afterwards and they said it. And I was like, oh, that's where the preppy murders took place. And the person looked at me like I was insane. And I was like, there's two types of people in this world. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't, 
That's fine. <laughs> but then I was at another party recently, and we were having a great discussion of which serial killer would have murdered you. Um, the Gainesville River. Uh, Just sheer, out of sheer proximity. Uh, mine would have been Ted Bundy. Brown hair, straight, parted in the middle. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about type. I just thought about... Mm. I went to this, uh, Florida State where Ted Bundy um, got into the sorority house. And because of that, all of our um, security systems were kind of based off of, of that and, and were very intense, actually. Um, and fun facts. <laughs> this is not a, a murder podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I love that they yeah. brought up uh, serial killers. Yeah. I can, I, and I think that con, uh, con, conceptually, I think that's what's so interesting about your not knowing about what topics mm-hmm. are, right? Because like talking to anyone about the thing that they are super yeah. passionate about is always more interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So true. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, cool, too, because, like, I mean, we're kind of, like, learning about it, like, and, like, sometimes, like, a topic might feel like, oh, we can't talk about this for 40 minutes, but then... You do. You, you do. can. It's like, so crazy. We had a recent topic that was dumplings, and I love dumplings. <gasps> I could talk about them for 40 minutes, but, like, we got into, like, what is a dumpling, and, like... What like how is it defined? How is it defined? Like all these different things. Existentially, what is a dumpling? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. interesting. It was (laughs) lost and floating in Ohio (laughs) Um, until it found its way to New Jersey. Oh my god! Do dumplings know that they're dumplings and that's their calling? No. Um, but also as part of it, we do like, we get off on tangents, like all of a sudden like this. Yes, we're serial killers in the middle of a a thousand different things. Yeah, and. I'm here, Matt has to be yeah. like, and um, so back to the tea. <laughs> yeah. You have to like get it back. Which is, yeah, what we do constantly. Yeah. Constantly. You're just like, and I s- still have a Can I finish my, my story, story please? Oh, you yep. asked me. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. It's always so, like, I, f- I feel like when we started this, we're just like, how do we talk for like that long? And then we're like, oh, it's like easy. Yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah. oh, it's not. I know. We were to, like, how are we going to fill yeah. out this time? We need so many questions. And I'm like, we never make it through all the questions. Oh, no. We don't. We're just there in case we're like really struggling. Speaking of which, I'm, this is going well and great. I did not start my timer today because I'm a hot mess. I'm looking at okay, it. Okay, great. So you, I'm just letting you know you're on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually no, I time it. No, I'm, I'm usually looking at it. No, I know, <laughs> <Anyway>. but <laughs> it helped. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, qu- do you do any, um, do you do any writing, like comedy writing? Um, or general, I guess. I, so I took one sketch class and I think I took it at a bad time where I was so stressed all the time about getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I kind of want to do it and I, yeah, I think, I'm um, curious. I mean, I don't, I would take another one. I just haven't yet. Although mm-hmm. now I, it's been like over two years. I'd have to go back to 101, which mm-hmm. I could ask if I could just, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Is um, there like a timeline before you, um, you should, I never even, at the UCB at I least. Don't read the fine print of anything. You, it's, I'm, the rule is, is, like, to take the next class, it has to be within two years. So, like, oh. is that for improv, too? I think so. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how strict they are, and I don't know if it'll be like, hey, registrar, I, uh, I've been doing other improv stuff, but I haven't taken a class in a while. Can you let me back in? I don't know, like, how strict they are. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but I also want to get into stand-up, but I'm just so tired all the time. Well, that's Oof. what I was going to yeah. The reason I asked that was because I... Uh, was working on um, some joke writing after one of our things or whatever. We rode the train together afterwards. And I remember being like, I'm working on this thing. And, like, you helped me come up with some different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember any of the specifics because it was easily two years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, I just remember it being very good and very fun. I was like, man, she's good at this. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Um, and I also am doing a show, um, like, in the next month. And I'm like, oh, f- 
I need to get back to doing more writing and going back to some more open mics because I've just, I feel out of practice. Um, yeah. And I, I think one of the things that overwhelms me the most about stand-up is that, like, writing shit. Like, yeah. I just get overwhelmed and I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, like, try shit at yeah. open mics. Yeah, I've recently started writing down ideas. Um, actually, on my way here today, I was thinking of a joke, which I think was partly inspired by a conversation we had once a long time ago, in which you informed oh. me that there was a fault line that ran across 125th Street, which mm-hmm. is information I didn't need to know. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. No, it's you actually... You want to be a guest on your podcast? Um, I'm <laughs> and de- I'll just talk about it. I'm deeply terrified of earthquakes. Um, Same. Um, and so the joke is based on how... New York's not prepared for an earthquake, Even and I'm not of. prepared. Even kind of. I literally, when I found out, yeah. I was um, in a building in Midtown, and I just sort of looked outside at all of the buildings, and then looked back not to the person code. that I was talking to, and was like, you all get earthquakes? Like, just real, like, Oh, my God. What? I'm sorry. I just, on. I read this, like, terrifying piece on the Pacific Northwest and how they will, like, when they talk about, like, the the big one on mm-hmm. the west coast it's not like it's not like southern california it's like northern california and oregon and yeah. washington and uh, what is it cascadia yeah me? i think so yeah. um and i just read like the most horrifying but very interesting piece Did on we like the same piece uh it was like a really long new yorker article. yeah yeah i read dude, it dude it was uh-huh. so uh-huh. scary <laughs> yes but so I was about it was like an eight page new yorker i know and spread. i just, i read the whole fucking yeah. thing and i was like oh my god never live on the coast of yeah. the pacific northwest no it's terrifying, terrifying. And, and they were saying York that is probably similar but the parts well the the fault lines here just aren't as like you yeah, you not can see damage and and the Actually, a lot of the they think a lot of the higher structures here would fare better um, because oh, they have reinforced masonry. But a lot of the older buildings, like the one I live in, <laughs> would not because cool. bricks are not designed for how, that. How much yeah, is Brooklyn going to be affected? Um, so actually, the the like you know the two three story buildings in like yeah. Brooklyn and Queens are the ones historically that have not okay, withheld. To, I'm gonna go I move to, move. Um, <laughs> I have to go BRB. Is, like get under a table. It's fine. Um, that if the building crumbles, because oh. it's not reinforced is the problem, because bricks are only designed for downward pressure, so the second they start to go sideways, okay, they just but crumble. also don't run out of the building. That's how you get crushed another way. Just Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Should I stand in a door frame? You, I don't know. I've never I, lived somewhere with earthquakes, to be honest. Um, I'm, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> back earthquakes. to comedy. I'm actually terrifying. Um, and things, yeah. Uh, okay. So we're talking about your podcast. No, you were your, saying something. Wait. You had a story that you thought oh. of on the train, and you and then you talked about the fault line being a joke. Yeah, no, I think so that was the story. Yeah. Okay. So you're writing down like joke ideas. Yeah. You're thinking about stand up. Yeah. Um, what's your like goals with that? What are you gonna try and do? Um, I don't know. Um, what's your move? What's my move? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna move my queen to a seven. Um, that's a chess joke, which I've never made a chess joke in my life. Um, but you went with your instincts, yeah. and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, my move, I don't really know. I think going back to the ambition thing is I don't, I don't know like how much ambition I have, where I like. Yeah. But part of it is just like yeah, trying your hand Let's and see where seeing, this goes. Like, yeah. Do I like yeah. this? Do uh, do do other people think I'm good yeah. at it? Like all that stuff, or yeah. just like some reassurance that you are a funny person yeah um like with improv I love it and I just like I find joy in it um but I'm also lucky enough that like I have a job that I I find to be creative and fun Mm -hmm. where I'm not like just sitting at a desk all day like yeah being bored which is good um so I don't know okay I want to do stand-up to see if I could do it not I feel like that's that was what I did too and and similarly would just like I was like 
okay, I don't know about this, but I'm just going to start by just writing ideas yeah. down. Like, getting in the practice of just, like, mm-hmm. oh, I think this is funny. This yeah. could be a joke, whatever. Write it down and then, like, go through that and be like, okay, what can be, like, a bit here? Yeah. And then figure that out. But, yeah, I felt like that was part of the process. And sort of really just wanted to see if I could fucking do it. Yeah. And, like, challenge myself in a new way. Yeah. But it, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So scary. I did it oh, once. I uh, yeah. Years ago. And it... I think I had a five-minute time slot, and I lasted maybe two and a half because I got so nervous. I was like, okay, and I have to go by. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's like practice. I need to do it again. Um, And I recently thought about this, and I know I've talked about this before, but I just feel like I can't say it enough. When you, like, every time before I go to do it, I'm like, you know what? I don't don't like this. I don't want to do it. It's not important. I don't, I don't need to be here. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to dip out real quick. I don't need to do this. Set. And I'm like, all right, well, there's people here. I'm just, I'm going to do it. I said, I do, I'll do this. And then I'm never doing it again. Cause I hate this. And then I get up and I do it. And I'm just like, that was fucking great. I love this. This is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Same. But it takes those first, I, I would say at least two minutes to like get comfortable enough to make the microphone stop shaking in my hand. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough skill. Yeah. Yeah. It's I have nice no advice. Do you want like... best and worst advice? <laughs> Worst advice. <laughs> Worst advice for stand up is um, um, just be like, <laughs> like a your huge... time you had to do it without a microphone. <laughs> You're like, where do uh, my hands go? <laughs> yeah. Just be like a huge racist on stage. <laughs> my worst advice is to worse. yell at the audience when they don't laugh. Oh my God, that's my least favorite stand up thing. I'm like, just deal with the fact that we don't like you. People are like, it's funny. And you're like, nope, that's why we're not laughing. <laughs> like, yeah. And you yelling at people does not help. Anywho. That's sad. I'm going to have to scrap my entire uh, stand-up set. It's literally just yelling at everyone in the audience. If you're wearing a pink shirt, I got this set of jokes. If you're in a relationship, I got this set of jokes. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, I wanted to talk about, like, going back to your podcast and stuff. Do you feel like – how do you feel like that's transformed all your comedy stuff? Or, like, have you made new connections Mm -hmm. with interesting people or – are you able to like use the audio as like a sample for something like, I don't know, any of that. However, it's yeah. like changed that for you. Um, I do think it has helped me like um, just in like thinking about like in casual conversation, like asking questions and stuff. Oh, that um, is so true. A lot of comedy stuff actually helps me in my real life function as a person <laughs> just a little bit better. I'm still not quite 100 percent as a person, but getting better. <laughs> Um, I also, of the way full. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have never used it as a sample, although, um, to audition for an improv for at UCB for improv teams, you have to have a resume and it is on my resume. Nice. Um, I, um, I think it, um, I don't know. Okay. Um, I've never <laughs> used it to like further my career. I guess I've made other connections with like, or further connections with people I already know who are doing yeah. comedy stuff. Um, it's, like, a nice way to be, like, and if you're in a class, you're, like, oh, that person can ask on the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do that frequently. <laughs> so I think just, like, furthering connections is how it's, like, helped. Yeah. I definitely feel the same way about our podcast and just, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I yeah, think we're friends. I didn't know you before this. Yeah. But <laughs> Honestly, every I don't know if you feel the same, but, like, and we say this all the time, everyone we've had on here, I fucking love. And, like, like we talk, the more I talk to them, the more I'm like, oh, my God, I like you even more. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I just feel like, yeah. and by the end, like, we're so close and such good yeah. friends, you know? Like, yeah. so it's yeah. such a great way to just 
absolutely connect with people. I definitely think that's true. Like at the end of every podcast, I'm like, this was the greatest time of my life. I also am like so yeah. fascinated by what people want to talk about. Like that is such a, yeah. honestly, such a fun concept. At first I was like, how could I be prepared for that? And I was like, no, I love that. Yeah. I, you can ask so many questions, especially yeah. if you know nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think when we, crazy. when we started the podcast, we were thinking like people would bring in like a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies, but like people like bring in bring the topic Pyrex. Of, Bring Pyrex. <laughs> People bring a topic of, like, your first job, your, huh. like, um, oh, God, what has been some other interesting ones that are, like, more, like, conversation topics. Yeah. Like conversation like, starters? Yeah. Like, um, summer camp and oh. horror movies. Skill sets. Skill maybe. sets. Yeah. Hmm. There's all sorts of things. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. It's so nice to just, I also feel like it's just, like, reinforcement and, like, People are genuinely nice and yeah. and generally good people and like yeah you could have like any preconceived notion about someone and that they'll rip it down in an hour conversation yeah. and you're just like oh my god I love you yeah. like <laughs> well to the point even I was talking earlier about when you like pin someone on improv but like I feel like it's kind of the same sometimes with conversations like people genuinely surprise you with yeah. some of the things that they're good at you're like would not have expected this from yeah. this person or expected this person to know so much about this one specific yeah. topic right yeah. Um, Cool. Well, I think I don't have a timer, but I feel like we're going. We're yeah. I think we're about ready to wrap it up and play a game. Any like last thoughts you want to leave people with? Um, I guess the last thing I would say is a lot of people when I say like I do improv, they're like, oh, I could never do that. I'm like, yes, you can. Take That's a class. So true. And yeah. if you can go on stage and make stuff up, you can literally do anything. It's, yeah. I was talking to somebody in my improv class. It was her first ever class. Um, that she's taken when we were walking to the theater the other night. And that's what she was saying. She was like, it's helped me so much in like real life and like even just giving presentations at work and yeah. like, things like that because totally. I'm so much less nervous now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, yeah. Just like getting used to like something going wrong or whatever. Just be like, yeah. well, <laughs> I constantly say this, but my, the thing that improv did for me and the best kind of life skill it gave me was like just allowing you to be comfortable being uncomfortable mm -hmm. and like, that's the strongest power I think you can yeah. have. you fucking superhuman if you could do that. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So, and, like, I'll do it a lot because I, I do a lot of trainings and, like, teachings and stuff. Um, and so I'll, like, ask a question. If no one answers, I'm like, I can stand here in this uncomfortable. So, like, yeah. I'll, and that, having that <laughs> power wait. is, yeah, crazy cool. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's such so a good point. Thank you. Superhero. You Me. are yeah. a superhero. Where's my cape? <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we're going to take a break, and we're coming back to play a game called Fuck It. Uh-huh. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Yes. And we're going to play a super fun game called Fuck It. Yes. Do you uh, want to explain? Okay. So we sort of combined a couple games yeah. to make this game. Um, this is a game that uh, I stole from another podcast because study smart, not hard kids. Yep. And uh, it is from, where did I say it came from? Slumber Party. Slumber Party. Yes. Thank you. Um, and basically uh, you have to, so we combined this game with the rant game, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to draw a piece of paper. We have written out some topics. Each of us has chosen yes. two. Uh, and we don't know what each other's are <laughs> for clarity. Yeah. Uh, and then you have to, you're going to draw a, a, a item, mm -hmm. a piece of paper. And whatever that thing is, you're going to decide if you want to fuck it uh, in or, like a positive yeah. way yeah. or like you would, you know, fuck it. Uh, or if you're like, absolutely not 
fuck that thing, right? So you yeah. just like, fuck it. I hate yeah. it. I don't want anything to do with it, right? So, and then you're going to give us a what? What do we usually do? 30 seconds? One minute? I think a minute and then around speed it up? Yeah. Okay. One minute first and then 30 second lightning speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck it. Yeah. I am down for this. Great. Um, I guess I can like shake up the pineapple cup. Woo! Shake, 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 like shake it. it. We said a minute first, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do a minute first. Alrighty. Who wants to go first? Um, we'll have our guest go first. Go first. <laughs> well, Alrighty. I did not expect the pineapple to go on top of the pineapple. Isn't, Isn't it crazy? It mind- <laughs> <laughs> the pineapple cup is a staple of this um, podcast. Alrighty. Okay, are you ready? Can yes. you tell us your word? My word is airplanes. Airplanes. Okay. And, guys, and would you like to fuck it or fuck it? Um, I would like to, you know, I'm going to phrase it as fuck with it. Like, I can, I love, you would, I love airplanes. You would allow it to, like, I would take al- your clothes off. Yeah. Okay. Um, airplanes allow me to get home to Ohio fast and not have to take the bus, which is scary and creepy and I'm pretty sure involves some drug, drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. Also, the thing about the bus is that they're going so fast. Like, I'm pretty sure they're going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> And they always show up like an hour and a half early, and I'm so anxious by the time I get off. I'm just like, I have to get off this bus. So I've recently been really fully embracing the airplane, mm-hmm. um, and I love it. It's so much better, even though it's so annoying to get to the airport. It's I don't feel anxious at the end of it. Um, my favorite thing about being on an airplane is um, that every single time I go to the airport, if I, even like there's a slight delay, I go buy a book, um, and I don't need any new books. <laughs> um, I like that they will give you a drink. Sometimes I'll give you tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you can sit down. Um, my flight to Columbus, Ohio, um, is super easy. Although recently I've, um, embraced also buying very cheap tickets. So I literally, on my last flight home, I could not have a carry on. I could have just have one personal item. Uh That's Spirit Airlines. Um, I know. I don't know how I, I fit so much stuff into one backpack. Um, it was honestly impressive. And that's a minute. (laughs) Nice job. Nice job. I'm impressed with your packing skills. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And those buses don't have seatbelts. Um, no, they're terrifying. They go so fast. They're so terrifying and definitely are running drugs. Um, that's fun. That was yeah. a fun. That was a fun bucket. I liked it. All right. Who's next? I'll go next. I feel like you were ready. I just felt like I'll you. Do it, I'll do it. I picked up on that. See that synchronicity? Is that a word? Synchronicity. Hmm. Okay. Sure. You're the teacher. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Are you ready? What is your word? I wrote this one. Oh no. Okay. Milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you? Would you like to fuck with it or fuck it? Fuck it. All right. Fuck milk chocolate. Mm-hmm. It is too fucking sweet. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about milk chocolate. And uh-huh. you know, like, this just reminded me of, like, Easter, and they get those, like, giant, disgusting chocolate bunnies mm-hmm. that are, like, milk chocolate. Who the fuck is supposed to, like, maybe a child would eat that and then throw up. And who, what's, what's good about that? Uh-huh. Like, honestly. Also, Easter is weird and bunnies are creepy. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And you know, dark chocolate is just so much better. Why would why would anyone <laughs> Emily's shaking her head? Why would anyone fuck with milk chocolate when you could fuck with dark chocolate? That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, <laughs> it just it doesn't even compare. Milk chocolate is just like watered down sugary garbage in comparison. And that's your minute. Great. <laughs> Can I just have a quick rebuttal second? Absolutely. Um, no, I also I thought this one this. would be controversial. That's why I was uh-huh, uh-huh. If I could live in a world where milk chocolate is just poured all over me all the time, I'd consider it a great world. I love milk chocolate. 
truly at all times, I just want to have milk chocolate. I just <sighs> want to have it in my hands and I want to stuff it in my mouth. I want, I want it to get melty all over my fingers. I love milk chocolate. I I'll also find bunnies creepy. Thank you. Um, you but, but I have every year eaten at least one of those large bunnies. Easter is Usually the white chocolate ones, though, ironically. My family always got the white chocolate ones, mm-hmm. and those are a little too sweet. But, you know. The thing about Easter, much like Halloween, is there are other reasons for its existence, but, like, it's a, it's a candy it's holiday. It's a candy holiday. for Those two yeah. are hardcore candy yeah. holidays. Yeah. They're, like, a little bit insignificant mm-hmm. other than... Other than the candy. The, the, sig- the significant amount of candy. Yeah. For sure. I love candy. Also, I can't eat as... I can eat a lot of milk chocolate. I can't eat that much dark chocolate. No, opposite. It, like, dark chocolate's not really. Well, it's I, not that, it, it's not that it's not as good. It's just here. too bitter. I can't eat all this <laughs> much bitter. of it. I also like the I've milk stopped. chocolate is more melty. It, like, melts in your mouth. Sure. Oh, no. Sure. Dark mm-hmm. chocolate crumbles. But then it's on my hands. I would also bathe in it. I could give it that. <laughs> I think I would fuck, fuck it. Like, you know. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fuck people are it. so different. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm up. It's me. All right. Hold on. I keep dropping the one I'm grabbing. Okay. All right. Um, can you time me, please? Because I will just be watching the clock the whole time. Um... Oh, uh, French fries. Hmm. All right. Here's the thing. Um, I would like to. F- I would like to fuck some French fries. <laughs> I'm into that. Uh, I uh, have celiacs, and I can almost never have French fries because they are always contaminated and are fried in the same things as um, uh, breaded things. Uh, but in the event that I find some that are fried in a separate thing and don't touch bread and they're gluten free, I will eat the shit out of those, and I will have a whole plate of them. I'll go back for seconds. I don't even care fucking love french fries and i feel like it even pulls that in more because i can't have them very frequently right and then they're just like a little bit greasy honestly don't support chick-fil-a for a lot of reasons but those waffle fries are just everything they're so good i would fuck some waffle fries if i could i would sleep on beds of them i just want to lick them um i want to hold them i want them to touch me like they're great like i just i love french fries um they're the perfect side for any dish you can just also have some french fries with that it doesn't matter if it's cereal or a burger i'm gonna have to stop you right there perfect (laughs) very nice french fries are the best french fries are the best I think everyone would fuck the French fries. I, um, on my Hinge profile, which I don't use very often and don't like online dating, um, but one of my questions is, is rank your top five favorite fries. Ooh, <laughs> and that there is a right answer. A lot of people put waffle fries at the top. They're not wrong. No, they are wrong. <gasps> What's what, your number, what's one? number one? The McDonald's french fries. Oh, if I could eat those, I would eat the shit out of McDonald's, McDonald's french, french fries. fries are definitely up there, but I don't know, like, like hand cut that are kind of greasy. Like picture mm. five guys, but better. Five Guys oh. fries are really good. They're very good. are also gluten-free. Oh, yeah. You can ha- I can have those. They're, yeah. They're not contaminated. Five Guys is great. Um, wow. That right. is some shit. <laughs> are we all just a little hot for some french fries right now? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Should we go in the same order? Or? Uh, yeah. Let's do sure. it again. All right. Yeah. But we're going to double time it. So you got 30 seconds. You got to really get out your ideas quick. All right. What is your prompt? Citrus fruit. Okay. Guys, I could fuck with some citrus fruit. All right. Um, I love oranges. My favorite kind of milk chocolate is a chocolate orange. <laughs> Just oh. to bring it back. Um, I, I've recently gotten really into putting lemon in my water. It's really made my whole drinking water experience so much better. Put two, two wedges of lemon, squeeze them in there, have a few glasses of water out of that thing. It really it will change your life. Mm. Um, I, beyond oranges and lemons, I love a good tequila. Uh, not tequila. Margarita. Lime. Um, <laughs> It's a sticky one. Um, I love limes. And that's uh, your time. But I don't like grapefruit. Okay. Oh. 
Uh, there's a bar that I go to a lot that has a grapefruit mimosa. Mm. Oh my it's god, so it's so good. See, I think that would be good. It doesn't sound like something that I would be into, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, it's well done. Maybe yeah. it's the mixture with the champagne, the yeah. type of champagne they use. Yeah. I don't know. And absolutely, just go for fucking tequila and and maybe yeah. a lime on the side. <laughs> That's all you need. That is all really. you need. Fuck yeah. a margarita. You yeah. know what I mean? No. Get the just watering sugar. down my tequila. Yeah. I love margaritas. <laughs> I do too. Uh, yeah. Good job, Pepper. Just yesterday? fruits. Good job. Thank you. That was that was mine. <laughs> Low key. Okay. Okay. What you got? I'm like I'm like what you got? What you got? I can see that she does not have it out of the cup yet. <laughs> I tried to pick the one that I thought was not mine. Okay. I, I did the correct thing. Good handles. Handles. Candles. Candles with a C. Scented or not? Okay. Doesn't matter. It right. doesn't matter. Which would you? What way would you like to fuck it? I would like to fuck with the candles. Okay, you're into um, them. I love a good candle. I'm I. I'm into like good smelling things, uh, and like mm. I don't, I don't know about like Microphone specific that. health mm. benefits of like aromatherapy, but I think it like it smells nice, and that makes you happy for a second. So that must be a good thing, right? Mm. So generally, I think candles, you know, fit in that line as long as you remember to blow them out. Oh yeah. Um, unlike my mom, who one time did not, and then the cat knocked it over. Right, um, that's your time. Great. <laughs> Um, just to plug my own yeah. podcast again, I also, I put French fries and candles in there, and both have been topics I've done on my podcast. That's amazing. Nice. Those are great things. They're great topics. Those are, I mean, we know we could talk about French fries for <laughs> for forty five minutes. I could rank them all. Uh, yeah. Talk about French fries literally every day. Uh huh. Wow. Also, candles are. I'm into candles. They have. Um, sometimes they smell good. Yeah. Sometimes they. Uh, you can use them for spells. Um. <laughs> How, I have a question. How often are you doing spells? Um. More often than one might think. Okay. Yeah. Um, our household is, uh, they call us the Witches of Woodbine. There's an Instagram if you want to check it out. <laughs> We've had like two posts because we did a Halloween party and it was yeah. a witch theme party. But all of the witch stuff stays up all year. <laughs> so Perfect. It's great. We have a black cat, so we just feel like that's the aesthetic we've gone for. Yeah. <laughs> it works. And that was Emily, not the cat. <laughs> just to be clear. All right. Witch. So I'm going to close us out. Oh, yes. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for paying more attention than I am. <laughs> you can't get out of your second fuck it. No, I don't want to. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I like playing game. Flowers. Ugh. All right. I'm going to fuck flowers. I fucking hate flowers. Like, with a passion. Um, people always get them for special occasions. You shouldn't. A lot of people are allergic to them. They make me sneeze, so don't get them. Don't bring them in the house. My roommates buy them all the time, and I'm like, why are you spending money on that? Like, it literally is just going to die. Like, it just looks nice for a minute, and then it's moldy, and it stinks, and then it stays there too long, because I'm not going to throw them out, because they're not my fucking flowers. They're someone else's flowers. You need to throw it out, but they are nasty, and um, you just, you shouldn't buy them for people as, like, a symbol of love. They don't want them. Bye. Stop. Okay. I sorry. I was like seeing you lean forward, and I was just was like. Eh. No, I want you to finish your sentence. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Bravo. Great job. Thank you. I also would have fucked flowers because um, this is my hottest take. Flowers are glorified cards. That Ooh. and they really are just giving the person you're giving a gift to a job to do, which is to take care of these flowers. Yeah, Can you take care? Fl- but once they've been die. cut, they're just going to die. They're going to die, but you have to. You have to. You have to like cut them. If you cut them at diagonal, they last a little longer. So you have to recut them. You have to find a vase. You have you to put them water. in. You got to yeah. put them in. Yeah. Got to put the little powder in, and then you have to throw them away. And then they're smelly, so you have to take out the trash. You're really just giving someone work. Yeah, it's awful. 
And I've had like people like that, I guess, eh, I wouldn't, I don't know if I was like into them. It doesn't matter. But like, so, like people that I was like dating or whatever at the time and like sent them to work and stuff. And then everybody was just like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I'm like, no, they, what do you, don't send them to work. I don't want people coming yeah. in my office and being like, who sent the flower? Like, it's none of your fucking business. I don't talk about personal shit at work. You know what I mean? Like, no, don't send them to me. Ugh. I really genuinely hate flowers. I could I love rant it. about We're all on the same page okay. about the flowers. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Um, so with that, I guess we've got to wrap up. I think um, so. uh, obviously, we will plug um, T, T-E-A-B-D. Yeah. Uh, where can people find and or listen to TBD? Um, pretty much anywhere. You can listen to on iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Pretty much web- anywhere you can find this podcast, yeah. you can find TBD. Yeah. If you're we listening have- to this on a thing, now you can find- finish this episode yeah. and then go find yeah. TBD. We have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. we have an Instagram page, and we have a Twitter page. Great. Which all and, post uh, links. Yeah, what, uh, what are, what's the handles? Um, they're all, um, Facebook is TBD, but everywhere else is TBD Podcast. Cool. Cool. Great. Follow that Look shit. at that. They have less letters than us. I know. Are these two Where ones? can people find you, Emily, if they want to um, look for you? If you want to find me, I'm on uh, Instagram at Emmy Riggs. And I'm on Twitter at Emmy Riggs. I'm not the most uh, prolific M-E-E-M-M-Y? poster. E-M-M-Y? E-M-M-Y-R-I-G-G-S. Cool. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Um, I also have an improv team called Alpaca, which we have a Facebook page. Amazing. If you want to know when our yes. next show is, follow that. Perfect. Yeah. I can follow all the things. Yeah. You're social. We love it. Yeah. I'm on not on Facebook. Um, it got too political for me and I started hating people I used to like. So then I just got off. It was too stressful. But it is very useful for things like improv and yeah. stuff. So I may need to kind of get back on. Um, anyway, I was a side rant. I should have put that in the cup. Um, uh, cool. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, this was so fun. Um, Aww, go take an improv you. class if you're not already having... It's literally a life skill you need. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone should take one at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cool. You can find me uh, at Teffa Trending, T-E-F-F-A Trending um, on Insta and Twitter. I'm trying to amp up my Twitter game, so I don't know. Follow (laughs) along. See how it works. Uh, You can also follow the podcast at uh, What's the Point PC on Twitter. Is that right? Yep. I always mix them up. Um, And then at What's the Point Pod on Insta. That's right. And uh, you can follow me at Amanda Krebs, K-R-E-B-S. Great. That's right. Bye. 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 Bye.